0: fucked it up should I do it again yeah you can do it again (laughs) (laughs) should I say now Raya or should I say the name thing I don't know what should be my name Raya or Kudaraya I don't know Raya I mean like I don't know what my artist name is I don't have an artist name no you could say Rais Kudashua. Ah,
1: Kudashua or Raisa Raisa very warm welcome to the new episode of Professionally Without Profession. Today, Valerie and I will be talking about process, but before we begin, let's start with a quick round of ridiculous news from the latest month. Getty Images bans AI-generated content over legal concerns. CEO of Getty Images is concerned about how legal it is to sell and upload images generated from copyright material or from images non-consensually showing faces of individuals. Judd Foundation, sues galleries over fingerprints left on work. Judd's work titled Untitled from 1991 has been returned from the Tina Kim Gallery and Cookie Gallery with disfiguring and permanent fingerprints on its surface. The Judd Foundation sues the pair of galleries on the grounds that the work can no longer be sold. Hamburger Bahnhof switches off iconic Flavin work as energy crisis looms. Officials at Berlin Hamburger Bahnhof turn off the green and blue fluorescent lights of the massive Dan Flavin site-specific work for the first time since museums opening in 1996. Even though the directors of the museum explained the decision as contributing to saving scarce resources, the flipping of the switch can be seen as gesture of solidarity. Mondrian painting discovered to have been hanging upside down for 75 years. The curator of the Mondrian Evolution exhibition has discovered that the work titled New York City One from 1941 has been hanging upside down for 75 years. The curator found that the thickening of the grid of the narrow yellow, red and blue tape stripes should be at the top like a dark sky. There are, however, no plans to correct the error. The adhesive tapes on the work are already extremely loose. When the work is turned, they will be pulled by gravity into another direction. The wrong hanging of the work is also now part of its story. Thank you very much for listening and let's get to the main part of this podcast episode.
2: Hello everyone to another episode of our podcast, Professionally Without Profession, with me, Sarah Valerie, and my dear friend, Raya. Um, Today's episode is process, if it comes to my head. Like, we had a bit of Glühwein, I think uh, you'll probably hear it. (laughs) Yeah, we first were planning to make an episode about
0: practice, but then we changed it to process because today we had this thing called colloquium in our school and it's basically where people from different years are grouped into groups excuse my language and we had to decide how we use that time usefully and in a way we found out that the people from the first year are really really keen to know and really curious to know what our process is like. The first two disclaimers that I have to make for this podcast episode and the first one is that we all have to bear in mind that we grow up with a specific predetermined idea of what working looks like. And it is normal if your art practice does not fit into that. As an artist, yes, you do not have a 48-hour week and this is something that you have to unlearn. The way that people work when they go to nine to five job and the second thing is also this episode might sound as an advice episode and I just want to say that don't take it as an advice episode if you don't find it useful there might be things that uh, Valerie and I say which are complete bullshit to you just yeah just skip through it listen to what we have to say what our process is but also then consider what is your process and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yes, uh since I've started, I can introduce our first point of discussion and I've read this amazing text by Adrian Piper, uh To Art, and I think that the first theme that Valerie and I want to talk about is anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That comes with making art and just the process in general when, yeah, what does it mean to make art? This is a huge question, but I think it can't be summarized in one sentence which I found super interesting and I think Valerie also found it useful to hear and it sounds like this I cannot cannot fail fail to be doing doing art art if I intend intend to do do art art, unless unless I fail fail to act 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 at all all. and I think this is a super useful sentence because you are doing art when you're thinking when you're working on other things when you're observing this all can come towards your art practice the writer was also saying that for example in other things like ice skating if you keep falling onto your face you're obviously failing
2: but in art it means also part of the process it's but part of the process you're failing in this moment, exactly. that you need to improve
0: yeah in art it's much harder to see and it's harder to confirm what is failing within the domain of art therefore I'll come to the next point and we will talk, Valerie and I, of what our practice and what our process looks like. And we decided in advance that we have two concrete differences between our process when we have a deadline and when we have a topic and when we have no topic. So basically... Normal life and how we combine that with an art process. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start?
2: Yes, I think like it's really interesting also to distinct these different forms of working. Because first when I started um, thinking about, okay, how is my process? I had ideas, but I'm also thinking about they can and are very different to each other and in the project And I think, for example, I had this exhibition last spring, Queer gaze in Bern. And I thought that I'll just show three smaller works inside. And then I went there a week before the exhibition. And the person who did the exhibition was like, yeah, we have this tower. And it would be amazing to have this painting that goes down this tower and is quite huge. And I was like, I love doing that. Like, that's such a nice opportunity. But I have one week time and it needs to be at least 10 meters that you actually can see it. Mm. So I had this very short deadline. I had the topic of it has to be a queer exhibition and I needed to kind of focus on that and I was so stressed like I had tons of anxiety in this week but I worked quite hard and I um, didn't know where to start and then I just did two night shifts and also needed to stop myself at one point where I saw like I I won't manage to do something good at this point. But there I just pushed through it even though I don't feel inspired, even Mm -hmm. though I don't know if it's going to be good, but I know I just have to. Mm -hmm. And then again, if I don't have this deadline, I think it's a lot harder for me to start. Like when yeah. I have this deadline, I just start because I'm like, what do I have to lose? I just need to have something in the yeah. end. If I don't have it, it sometimes takes months or weeks until mm-hmm. I finally start doing something because maybe I have this nice idea, but then I start overthinking it. I start like maybe if this material, it could be more a concept why I use this yeah. material than with this one then it's just like it takes weeks we can we can talk about it in
0: the non-idea non-deadline part of our process so you're saying that when you have a deadline you just get on with it yes so you have a rough idea but where there comes the question for me how do you come to the point that when you have this queer topic Mm -hmm. and you know your medium where do you come to to then making it is it for example, is it important to you that you know your medium, your medium is yes. painting, this comfort medium? I think that medium. makes it a lot
2: easier that I know there is this comfort medium. It also fits for this um kind of work that I need to do for this size. But for example, it was the first time that I worked that big before I only worked till three meters. Ten mm-hmm. meters is a whole different story. Yeah. And that gave me a lot of anxiety because you also never see the whole painting until you hang it up but it is a comfort medium and also i think i just don't have the time to overthink it that much like now i think about a project and i reflect on it but it's more thinking backwards to it and in that moment i question it all the time but like i know i just need to do something um but i think it is easier if you have that medium that you mostly work on and for me that is painting and it is also i would say most of these Things are less complex. Like if yeah. I gave myself that time to think to process their newer ideas, mm-hmm. um, but I it's harder to finish them. Yeah. So I like the combination of both, like having some deadlines. Yeah. Um. But on the side, having time to, for longer project without a deadline. How is it for you? Like, um, where, what do you prefer? It depends also? if I
0: if I could talk now about the whole of my process because I think this will take ages to explain. Mm. So I think I'll. Focus on when I have a deadline yeah. and then talk later about when I have no deadline mm-hmm. after you. I would say that when I have a deadline, it's important to me whether I have a topic or I have no topic. And if I have a topic, it's quite easy. So yes, I have a topic. Let's say that the topic is animals. Then I will see which aspects of that topic are important to me or interest me. For example, I wouldn't say now I'm finding out that the echo theme and eco activism and industrialism somehow... Are are interesting to me so i would probably focus on what eco activists are talking about now mm-hmm. so which images for example or which animals are constantly used as this cry for help mm-hmm. and for example for me that would be the white bear or i would focus on for example where Does ecology not function well in Switzerland? That's Mm -hmm. where I study right now. And as we talked with you, for example, the pigs are not kept well. Mm -hmm. They are constantly kept in darkness for health reasons Mm -hmm. for the humans, obviously not for the pigs. So I would kind of my starting points would be easier since I have a theme and I have a deadline. And my second point is when I have a deadline... I also tend to use the materials which I know. Because I don't have time to go on a crash course of, I don't know, metal welding. Then I kind of focus on what I already have. For example, I'm good at uh, making videos. I'm good at photography. I'm good at painting, for example, or drawing. I'll focus on those skills and won't go into mad ideas. I would also, if I have a deadline, but I don't have a topic, I would go into the thinking of location. Mm -hmm. Where will the exhibition be? What is the story of that building? What is the story of the town where the exhibition takes place? And then go from there. I will also probably look at the things which I already had before. For example, there's this Russian artist who's who's quite famous and his surname is Pepperstein, Pavel Pepperstein. Through his childhood, he was drawing constantly and he has all of those drawings and ideas and wild dreams. And if I had those drawings from my childhood, maybe I'll refer to them for inspiration or I'll refer to, ha, huh, what did I think about that theme in the past? What interests me now in that theme? And kind of just use the material that I already have, like maybe my photo archive or things like, that. Unfortunately at the moment I don't have a huge photo archive or I've never sketched as a baby or as a teenager so I can't really refer to those things but I think it's easier when you have a topic and when you have a deadline to get cracker lacking <laughs> yeah what's your process when you do not have a deadline so let's say your regular life and I, I I would say that as an artist you kind of sign this contract with life you constantly need to be making something mm-hmm. you don't feel well let's all admit that you you don't feel well if you aren't making something and for me this is where I determined between having deadlines and not having deadlines even if you don't have a deadline even if you're not
2: studying at uni what are you doing what is your process mm. um, I think I can refer to this very present moment because now I do have like a vague deadline of like the all-inclusive where we have in our studies where we show a semester work yeah but it doesn't have to be finished basically like and the exhibition in, yeah and yeah. it's like I know it's not it's important but like I can show something and I will be fine and I still have some months to this point but otherwise I re like the last weeks I was really frustrated with my whole life I started questioning everything because mm-hmm. I didn't do art and I it needed some time for me to realize why I was so frustrated and at one point I was just like I always feel like that when I'm not working on my own stuff and that's normal but also the main thing that I'm learning right now in my studies is how my process works because I think it is very individual trusting your own process is one of the most important things yeah differentiating Yes. Thank yeah. you. Um, between procrastination, unproductive time, which is really important, yeah, because the best ideas I often have when I I don't know go to a coffee, do something, talk with people that maybe aren't even involved in art, and I think this is like this unproductive times where I really know I will it's it's quality time for my work, yeah, but you don't know in advance, and you it gives it me a lot granted. of anxiety, yeah, and I don't count it as working, and I think that's the, what you said in the beginning is really interesting and also really hard to unlearn, like this definition of what it is to work yeah for me now with kind of no deadline situation I have this idea but now I didn't start for two months because we had a lot of stuff in uni mm-hmm. and also because I started overthinking what I said before like maybe I should use this material maybe I should that instead of just starting and now this yeah. week I started I paint a lot and I want to get away from the wall and the canvas on the wall and more into also installation and painting compiling yeah, with that yeah and I want to have this bed sheet which I painted myself that's also when you start, like, you have these problems w- where you didn't plan that this yeah, is going to happen. That's and then it changes your whole concept at one point, but it you profit from it. Yeah. And I think that happens if you don't have a deadline. That you, I love projects where I don't know from the beginning how it will look in the end. Because otherwise, I feel like I'm just doing work where I could also work for someone else. It's uh-huh. just this idea. And I know in the end it's going to look like that and I need to invest oh, two you weeks know of that? time. I never know how no, it's going to look thing. at the end. But if I have that, I don't, I won't do the project. Yeah, no, me, and me neither. I don't have that I'm interested because I'm like I'm gonna surprise myself yeah. my art is gonna surprise me oh, yes. and I love that yeah but it's also really scary yeah. and at the beginning of when I started doing art I always freaked out when I had that and I'm also someone I love doing a lot of things not focusing in the first half of the project just yeah. and also teachers always were like you need to focus you need to find your red line you can't do that and i was really scared at the beginning i like, always fell in the huge crisis because, like i need to focus like fuck mm-hmm. i can't like yeah and with time i realized that's just how i work in the end i have a focused and with good project experience. Yeah. i think experience helps so much in process work um you know i always managed to do a nice or like a, a project i had an end product mm-hmm. even though i didn't focus for a long time but it for me it happened the last third of the project time yeah And now I know that and now I'm not that stressed about it anymore. Yeah. And for me, that's stuff that I learn without the deadlines because I are have the time
0: to do that. Maybe too philosophical, but what is focus?
1: Yes. Is it just having one project? Is it having a solid question you want to answer? And in the process of editing, I realized that maybe I have a way of describing what focus is and focusing... And focus is the discovery and development of the subject of interest in which the subject begins to take shape and to formulate. It is also a process of making sense of chaos or creating order from disorder. And now I can say what it can mean literally. For example, you're the person who goes outside, walks many kilometers and collects a lot of photographs of random things, maybe puddles and ways that bikes are chained to metal bars, of rubbish, of birds, maybe of random people. And then you come home and you look at all of that footage, maybe print it out and filter it. Maybe you can make collages out of that footage. And through those collages, you see what things you find interesting. Is it the emptiness between spa- uh, the spaces and objects that you find interesting? Is it the dirt that you find interesting? Maybe you find it interesting how you will then put those collages into a room, how you would put them on the wall. And then for you, the whole concept of exhibiting is important. not the actual footage. It might work the same way with textiles. You might go out into different vintage shops and uh, different second hands, or maybe ask your friends or family members to give different pieces of fabrics or textiles or items of clothing to you. And then you would start thinking which clothing types you like, which ones speak to you, which ones are easier to manipulate, and perhaps from those different scraps of material, of textile, you will start developing a product, and that product could be a quilt, it could be an embroidery, it could be a robe, and all of those different forms of textile, for example, convey absolutely different ideas, because they have a different context to them. A t-shirt means a completely different thing to a wedding dress. And this is how this process of focusing works, that artists have different starting points, and then the process of clarification is finding the relationships between those starting points and then bringing them to one solid idea or one solid question that you want to ask through your work. Because at the end of the day, your work can only be important if it is understandable to your viewer. And your aim as an artist is to try and put the questions that you have in your head about the way our world works, for example, or your questions about aesthetics, to put those questions and images from your head into the heads of the viewers.
0: Driving towards projects. I know that uh, today, for example, one of the people in the first year, she was super anxious like, oh, all of the people who came with me, they had all of those projects that they began before and now they take part in those open calls. And I'm like, do you have enough things you can present in those open calls? Mm-hmm. Do you even have something to, like a practice or objects which you want to exhibit, mm-hmm. which you can stand behind, which you're proud of? And she was like, no. I was like, well, then don't worry. Yeah. As an artist, you have time being 20, 22, Mm. even 25. Just take your time until you can be proud of what you're making and then apply for
2: things. I think it really depends also on the person. Because I think for me also... I apply for things where I know I'm not 100% sure that I yeah. like this but it helps me to continue my process Yeah. but that's really individual and one thing isn't better than the other it's yeah. just a way of working and also what you said with focus you can also see in the bigger picture I read this book we can link it I forgot the name but we can link it in the yeah. description um, of like how to be an artist yeah. and he said like once you get some kind of fame people always want to see that thing that works like yep. I don't know if you always do red paintings like really yeah. specifically they want to see red paintings because the gallery can sell that people love it and if you're young and don't have that fame yet which is also nice because you have that freedom then and you're and not trapped just within do whatever the ego. you like yeah. and profit from that like do all the things that interest you not that you don't have to but if you want to do them and um, because then you can also go back to them easier when you have that fame be yeah. like i already did that i want to do it again yeah. and for me it's also like if i do painting it can help me when I do a video like it inspires each other it's not just you get better at painting when you paint of course you do but you can also get better by doing a completely different thing because you understand I don't know space in a different way I'm still profiting a lot from Mm -hmm. it if I have the space I could talk about my
0: process or maybe the process of other people when you have no deadline Mm -hmm. so basically my everyday process and I remember talking to one guy from our year and he said that he approaches his process by thinking of it as what if I had a nine to five job? Then I would be spending how much is it? 46 hours? Yeah,
2: something like that. 40,
0: 48 hours per week on my art. And he kind of distributes the 48 hours like three hours for lecture, listening, like two hours for watching films on my theme. And then, like, practice in the workshop and learning. And in a way, I understand this. But at the same time, I think that system wouldn't work for everyone. Mm -hmm. And this is also a very stressful way of thinking. What if I don't make the 48 hours? What if I make less? Ha! will I have a, I don't know, a panic attack? Mm -hmm. So now I can talk about my process. So when I have no deadline, and I learned this recently, to appreciate the things that I do day to day. And I would say that my approach to making art is just living living life. And by living life, I mean living it actively because process and practice are linked to being active. In my life, I do visit a lot of exhibitions. I go to museums, but also I observe. For example, if I go to the mall or to like hardware store, I find so many ideas there. I'm interested in commercialism and how things are made for mass production and then I'm interested in how they're also linked to festive celebrations and how they're linked to ideas of health and food and ecology as well and all of this is combined but to think of my projects and then realize like ideas into projects you have to observe the world around you so I think that many people don't take it seriously but if you go on walks for example you probably take pictures of things which interest you and then at the end of the week you might have fifteen. 50 photographs of random things and i see that a lot with instagram of instagrams of different art students like you have random stuff on there look at it look at it as an archive why did you photograph five cars what do you find interesting in those Mm -hmm. cars is it the material is it the way that they're parked do you and then you can think about it if it's the material do i want to work with metal if it's the way they're parked do i want to make a statement in my work about parking slots In Switzerland Mm -hmm. or something like really think about what you photograph and what you pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Then once, for example, I was meant to make a project with this girl and we didn't really have this really strict deadline. And we just sat there with a glass of wine. She was like, "Okay, Raya, tell me, what things do you think worry you right now? and I was like oh wow we're just having a discussion but mm-hmm. that discussion led to a project yes. and we then made a design really there are so many different ways in which you can deal with process and practice and things which come into your practice mm-hmm. then I would say when I have no deadline I think about which skills I would want to have and if I don't have for example I don't know woodworking skills I would try to go and visit a woodworking workshop even though I shit my pants thinking about going into that fucking workshop like I'm really scared of different machines but mm-hmm. I can and he tried to go and learn them. Then I would think about the available materials which I have at my disposal and either go and research and get that material, for example, like acrylic or wood, if it's too expensive. Try to think of ways to communicate my ideas through cheaper uh cheaper mm-hmm. materials uh so you always have to think about what you have at, on your plate and then i would say that i also would love to take inspiration from dreams but up to this point i only once had a dream where i thought this could become a project
2: yeah. i once did a dream project we yeah can talk about dreams another dreams. Really yeah dreams
0: are interesting but I constantly, I don't have dreams, but recently I had one dream where I had a project idea. I was like, wow. (laughs) And then, for example, this guy who spends 48 hours doing the art practice, he really had a strict idea of what is good for his art practice and what isn't. And I would say maybe get rid of that as well. Because, for example, sometimes I have this urge to watch really clever films Mm. because I'm like, wow, I'm an art student. I really need to watch them. But then, you know what? Maybe dating shows could give you inspiration for projects. And I think there,
2: I don't want to interrupt you. Do you want to say something else?
0: Yeah, I I think I've said everything, really. I mean, also just generally like what language we use, Mm -hmm. everything. Just maybe art school is basically a place where you learn how to observe the world and how to look at the world and how to process the world in a way that is beneficial for your art practice.
2: Also... I have these phases and I think they're also everyone is different but for me sometimes I'm really unproductive yep. but I can see like if I go to or like I'm sitting in the studio and I know I could spend five more hours here today yeah. but I won't manage to do anything except oh, being yeah. frustrated then I'd rather go home I don't know eat something good meet someone maybe have an inspira- um, inspirational conversation yeah. which is really nice maybe I also don't which is also okay yeah. but I will profit from that a lot more mm-hmm. than just sitting there but another day maybe I plan to see someone or go home early because I thought that would be smart but then I feel like oh today I'm so inspired I'm painting right now and I could do it forever then I'm just gonna stay and use that moment of inspiration and that I think that is one of the hard but also really cool parts of doing art that you have this freedom and when you learn to like observe yourself and what is right for that moment yeah. you're a lot more productive than when you always work against yourself yes like i think there's this um picture Intuition. of the turtle that swims quite fast in the ocean because it always goes with the waves yeah and if you always go against the waves you're a lot like slower obviously yes and i think you try to be that turtle that goes with the good waves and yeah. if there's a bad one that's okay because a good one will come yeah. and you rest in the bad ones yeah. and also like with the rest i'm as an artist it's different maybe to other practices when you do I don't know medicine or something I am completely the machine of my work mm-hmm. like without me my art doesn't exist it's not just knowledge yeah. like I'm everything that con- like combines the art that I do and I need to take care of that machine like oh, me yeah and I n- need to do everything that I feel good enough mm-hmm. to do art because yeah. if I feel if I burn out myself too much like if I do um, stuff that I shouldn't do or like too much of it like I won't be able in the long term yeah. of doing a lot of good art because yeah. I need to be okay to do that. Yeah. And that is a high priority, I think. I
0: think where this is where we might go into like process as artwork mm-hmm. and how it has been seen artists in the previous years in like 60s and 70s. And I would say this is where you kind of have built a brand or your brand is an artist where you really have to realize I'm an artist, I do art, what I do is important because today this question also arose that this girl from the first year she was like, I feel guilty for doing art mm-hmm. this is a privilege to be doing art and she was like, did you have the same feelings? And honestly, I felt like a bitch but I had to say no mm-hmm. I made a decision in my life to be an artist mm-hmm. I make things and art is important and I have mm-hmm. to tell it to myself every day, what I'm doing is important, art is important mm-hmm. this is the same as me being a cook like some people build buildings and breed bulldogs <laughs> in the same way or not completely in the same way because as an artist I could breed bulldogs and build buildings yeah but I have a profession this is my profession mm-hmm. to be an artist and it is important it's part of my process and this is where I go into the into saying that your process could also be an artwork yes. I actually did yeah. that twice.
2: Yeah. Um I once in the propodeum I had this one of my worst crises ever, I think. Yeah. We had to do a video project, we had two weeks of time and I really didn't know what to do. I was well, completely I hate stuck. Those deadlines. And I was um I was so stressed. And I was at the beginning of the propodeum, so I was really inexperienced as doing art as an education and I questioned myself all the time. Yeah. So it got worse and worse. I got in this spiral of questioning if I have the ability to do that. Yeah. Um I did have less ideas even because I was so stressed. Obviously, yeah. And at one point, I was just like, I'm just gonna put that feeling into the work. And in the end, it was called Stillstand, and it was like of a. Um, Can you explain
0: to people who don't know German? German. Yeah,
2: I just I, I ask myself, what does it like mean? Like standstill. Yeah, standstill. Yeah. And just like I had this. Um, st- there that they where you can just stand on them and then you yeah. go up how are they called Oh, <laughs> escalator honey no but like not like the it's actually oh the, the ones
0: in the airport oh no or the it, ones in the, in the train station on oh, the train station yeah the escalator
2: but it's not that it's you you could also walk on them yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i think people get yeah. what i want yeah okay say. so and, and one of the escalator <laughs> One of them didn't move and then people always stumble down very weirdly because yes. they're not used to it. Oh yeah, And I filmed that thing. and made a project about it. Oh, and you didn't tell me about that. I can show it That's to you sometime. That's actually nice project. Yeah, well, for once, it's a nice project. Yeah. Thank you for that. This is not joking. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that, and that really helped me out of this yeah. crisis, which is yeah. really nice. And I think sometimes just making that feeling that you struggle with to the theme because otherwise you try to run from it and if yeah. you make it into a theme you like try okay try me bitch i'm gonna fight you yeah. but like in a good way because yeah. then you gain power again yeah. and before it overwhelms you completely yeah yeah like it destroys you internally <laughs> i mean
0: i think if you're in a complete standstill and you really don't know what to do just do something easy yeah like everybody right now has a phone in their pocket Do something with Mm -hmm. that phone. Mm -hmm. Really, like, photography is a good way to go. Mm -hmm. Video, sound, take sound samples. Mm -hmm. Like, art can be anything right now. Draw, like a little sketch. And you're already a bit closer to actually making something. And this is where I maybe want to talk about some examples of artists. Uh, Maybe not. But uh, one of the most famous ones who actually basically made his art into practice was Richard Long and his most famous work is probably a line made by walking where he made this dent into into the grass mm-hmm. by walking and made a photograph out of it and you could say what is the artwork at the end is it the photograph of this line in the grass or is it him walking mm-hmm. and then he made his whole practice was centered around giving instructions for uh, for practice um, where he just went on really long walks and then he kind of made this plan which other people could follow and repeat his walking performances. Like this is this was his old practice mm-hmm. and his exhibitions were kind of filled with those instructions. Your corners. Well she had this whole book with instructions. And I think you should really think that, hey, this could also be my my practice. This Mm -hmm. analyzing of process. I mean, there was also another man, Hubler, who said, you know, there's nothing more that I can bring into this world. And he kind of always worked with found footage and he wanted to basically make this agenda or like kind of make a profile for every person on earth and so he found so many different found footage images and then he kind of made a profile for every person on the picture that he found like for soldiers uh, for example and then he sometimes painted it so you know sometimes you really need to look where you think you shouldn't be looking in an art school yes
2: yeah um, I think it's it's really interesting to make the whole like process to the artwork and I think it's the beautiful but also um sometimes not problematic but hard yeah. thing when mm-hmm. you do art because there's no distinction between life and art getting up in the morning drinking a coffee everything you'd be like that could be part of the art oh yeah you could be taking pictures yes, all the time exactly yeah. and you do that a lot and you i don't know think about it and you see everything from this outside perspective yeah. of this observation observational perspective um which is beautiful in some ways but also really hard because where you draw that line where is your person consistent or like stable without art like where yeah. are you not an artist but just a person that has a life and yeah do you have a break from that because i think it doesn't feel like work that's often like when you do no, art, i don't like, i don't feel like i'm working but you are working and I you don't. are exhausted i mean i found end.
0: it uh, sorry yeah for interrupting this was the latest thing that I've observed I was working I work at a club as a bodyguard essentially it's called awareness team but it's basically being a bodyguard and I realized that I'm watching these people and my job is quite boring most of the time thankfully gratefully nothing happens nobody wants to rape anyone I'm watching and I'm starting to observe people and I thought Hmm, this could be an art project. Mm-hmm. I could use the sound samples. I could maybe surreptitiously film something and <laughs> make that into my concept. Ooh, the faces, maybe I could zoom into them and I was like, mm-hmm. Raya, stop. But then I was like, actually maybe it's beautiful, you know? Yes.
2: And I think like you can make that's also part of process depending on what your life situation is. If you have to work fifty percent or more yeah. You need to have a different process in art because you don't have that freedom of using your time whenever you want, working whenever you want, or if you have a family or whatever.
0: I think this is a really important thing to say. I'm scared of art students who don't do anything else. And I
2: also, like, the first year there was corona, lockdown. I didn't work next to studies. We didn't have a lot of studies. And I was really unproductive and I was so scared that I knew I had 24-7 time to work on art. And it scared me so much this time frame that I just didn't do anything. I froze completely. And I think sometimes now it's easier if I have this knowledge that I won't have the whole week uh, if I have time tonight yeah. I will work tonight it's and I do to do It's easier to plan when you
0: have things yes. that you have to do like a job but you also have to plan your free times mm. and like really free times where you spend with your loved yes. ones or you know for example Valerie and I we need to plan where we go and party next yeah. time but what I also wanted to say is that actually some people think that working is bad for you as an art student mm. like working too much you know having other things to do family members even i don't know being pregnant mm-hmm. we also have to talk about how ethical that is but also using your child or your pregnancy for an art project could be a way of
2: starting mm-hmm. something as a starting point you know your own body experiences and also if you don't know what to do often you have, like, even, uh, again, this don't knowing what to do, it is a feeling from the inside, which can be super interesting, or whatever you feel, Yeah, like, you can do that into an art project, and then it could be super interesting. Oh, you mean making,
0: I don't know what to do into an art yeah, project? Yeah, for example, yeah. or also yeah. just yeah.
2: The feelings that you have in your body. I think often we're scared that it's not enough quality in that, but I think it can... About be-
0: quality also, I think when, when I say go on walks yeah. and take pictures, some people take pictures of really stupid things. This is a very specific example, but I know a person who takes pictures of, like, banana peels amazing and at first it was like fuck this is so stupid like that person had to laugh at themselves Mm -hmm. for doing that picture and then at the end that person has like a hundred pictures and that's a series and the series is quality
2: yeah
0: like once you start doing something Mm -hmm. and it's a repetitive action and you do it every day or you do it consistently and it's a big series of things photos videos audio it starts being quality Mm -hmm. it starts being better in some way and
2: also with the quality process so often i fall into the trap of loving an idea Yeah. but just loving the idea i know I, I actually if i'm true to myself i know i don't yeah. want to do it as you can love the idea of a person you can love the idea of an art project oh yeah but it's not the reality where again have to go back to myself and how i feel and follow the joy that i have somewhere it can be something really yes. cute but it can be a color it can be or it can be Leo print. it yes. can be whatever you want but you feel really a lot of joy with that yes. small thing and it can become a huge art project which is amazing and i think if you follow that joy it's most um successful often to make a nice project then instead of just following an idea which could be nice and also
0: your idea of what an artist should do i think many art students the fresh ones Mm -hmm. going to the art school they're like okay what what is an art student supposed to be doing but to be honest your process could be
2: absolutely anything and that is the beauty and the difficulty just trusting yourself with that because sometimes people don't get it for the first time but it happened to me quite a lot that people questioned what I was doing and when they saw the end product they were like this is really cool also teachers yeah, yeah. but they couldn't imagine what it's gonna be in the end and just trusting yourself that you know what you're doing even if you don't feel like you know what you're doing
0: I mean for me it's a bit different I usually trust what teachers say yeah me too but But I don't trust for example in timing sometimes teachers is like yeah just show what you have just show your starting pro- um, like starting points mm-hmm. and I know they're not going to be happy with just mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. starting points I trust myself in
2: the timing yes. when something is ready to be shown yes. and when it's not that's super important because yeah. so often I ask for or like they gave me feedback and it completely stopped my process because yeah. they questioned something which then I was so unsure about that just stopped doing anything and even if maybe their input would have made the work better um, it's just not existent in the end yeah. and if I would just continue with my work um it would probably still be a good work yeah and i think that's super important but that takes time to learn when do you need feedback and when you really don't or just say like i don't want it right now i I mean it's
0: this romanticized idea also like sometimes artists don't want feedback or this lonesome artist usually a male working (laughs) in his studio and then at the end people find him a genius Mm. but maybe if i use a really stupid metaphor right now like when your project is an embryo maybe don't show it but once it
2: gets to a toddler stage yeah yeah, maybe show it exactly yeah it's it's really important to show it I think it's one of the most important important things things. but maybe not in this embryo little stage (laughs) yeah
0: I feel like I've said everything yeah I think for I mean I want to say something in the in the end because I found it's super useful to kind of Maybe start thinking about your process. And I could have mentioned it before, but I'll mention it in the last note for the people who actually listen till the end, because yeah. I know that people don't.
2: <laughs> Anyways,
0: basically today I came across this text from 1974 by Pauline Oliveris, and it was about sonic meditations. And she kind of broke down how to start making sounds. And the first step was actually make sounds. And for me, this combines with art. Just make something, something you already know. If, you, for example, you're good with uh, ceramics, just Go and do something out of clay. Then the second is actively imagine sounds for me that is the same with artwork imagine what you want your exhibition to look like in a room like imagine a white cube what do you want in that white cube just close your eyes and imagine what you want maybe right now you don't have the skills to make what you want to make but trust me at some point you will have the skills and maybe the funds to make what you want to make then three listening to present sounds to me that's listening and looking at what is already there what are artists doing right now what is already at your disposal maybe you don't have the skills to make a fake christmas tree well then maybe you can can go and buy a fake christmas tree and then your project would be complete but also yeah just seeking inspiration from elsewhere pinterest for god's sake and then four remembering sounds and for me that's more difficult but like remember what was done in the past and also remember yourself what were you making before and also i think sometimes people with their practice they really want to find this like what is my style of working what is my main theme and I think you can't see it in the moment. But then you might, in five years, look back and be like, ha, huh, yeah. actually, all of my
2: projects are connected. Yes. And also, like, the weirdest project where no one really got them at this point. Yeah. Um, like, for example, I had this finished project of the Common and it was, like, really abstract painting and I never did it before and I didn't get why I did yeah. it and the teacher didn't get it. But it was fine. Like, it wasn't a bad project. Yeah. And now it makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, how I work then, I can now use it for a reference for my works now. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's okay to just, just finish something, be like, it will. Have its time. Maybe it's not now, yeah. but you can maybe put it later. into context and yeah. just don't throw it away. Yeah. Keep it in mind, yeah. and at one point it will make sense. Yeah. I mean, um, maybe it's important
0: to say that some people think they have to be working in specific material. Um, I'm a person who doesn't work with the same material mm. ever. I was always really worried about that. I'm like, well, at some some time I really need to come to it. But now looking back at my at my portfolio, which I don't have, uh, we can talk about portfolio some oh, other yeah. time. I realized, even though I really don't want to be political, all of my works ended up to be political. Mm. One of my works was about tally. Uh, immigrants to Switzerland. One project was about army in Switzerland. It's just because I also really uh, am interested in... in country that i'm in yes. usually okay i i can finish there yeah,
2: i think we today we have a longer uh, episode than normally but yeah, uh, that's fine it's a huge um, a to say. it's a l- huge theme which i think can take its time to talk yeah. about all of that and thank you so much for listening yes um,
0: subscribe this so is where we can say yeah. five stars yeah. on spotify you follow subscribe, subscribe follow. you can share
2: it to your friends yes. your family
0: and grandmother we we'll appreciate that and also, and also follow instagram follow us on instagram yeah.